Okay, we are, uh, we'll call it the aftermath at a SodoCon, and uh, we're talking a little bit news, UAW update, and we're going to tell people what actually happened over the last two days. It was a pretty amazing thing. Let's go. All right, we're sitting here. We both still have voices. A little bit. We just had a little recap with our team, encouragement. Just, I got to hear some things that I didn't even know happened because the team was hearing it. They were around. We've got a big 12-person team now at this point, but also not big, right? Like to pull off an event, like just what happened, the energy around it. Like feel, I'm almost speechless around at it. At the yeah. end, I think one of the telling moments is when uh, – so unlike a lot of events, we ramped up the energy of a SotoCon so that the end was actually a finale and not like end in like a firework that didn't go off. Right, people started. We started hard, and we kept elevating, elevating. The end was Jesse Cole's keynote. Savannah Bananas. He delivered every bit of what we were looking for. People were saying, "I cried three times during that." I'm like <laughs> a man, did. a man in a yellow tuxedo with a twerking umpire stories made people cry made because people he cry. tied it back to humans, right, and people, and the fact that people are the reason that anybody can move forward. And then after that, we brought on Twelve South, and we watched CEOs managers at the end of like almost three hours Just of a live show sweating going drenched hard. smiling completely laughing. breaking any like preconceived notion of what they have to be or pinned up or anything like that and just saying like we're going to celebrate as an industry which is the thesis of a SodaCon: yeah. send people home instead of exhausted and overwhelmed from a long conference send yeah. them home inspired and energized and yes. i feel like we nailed that yeah we did and i you know a lot of we talk about the party we talk about the big speakers but like jesse cole incredible content that is challenging pe- the way people think about doing business there were multiple sessions that challenged the way i thought about you know, I'm looking at Dan Bannister, 91% retention rate in his first year for customers. That is challenging to our entire industry and it's challenging to me in the way that we do business. Because right? the, the bars that we set are different than they should be. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And you realize like, oh, it's actually happening right there. There are some people that just have glass ceilings that they think are there. No, there's so much more there, there. Right. right? It can be done this way. And yeah, so like we talk about the, the end and the big crescendo and the fun part of it. But the reality is that dealers and industry partners making relationships and saying, I heard multiple times, I didn't know there was anyone else who kind of like thinks about the industry and attacks it the way I do. And now they're finding the others. Um, it, it's a pretty special moment, uh, what, what just happened here. And the nice part is, is that we always hit the record button. So if you couldn't come and you listen to the show or you're just new to the community, we're going to start releasing sessions. We're going to start releasing snippets. And so we want you to, to be able to draw from all of these things as well. You know, we use the word energy a lot, but the, the reality is, is that these conversations and these relationships are going to make meaningful progress in stores all across the country. They are. And I can't wait to, for the thousands of people that weren't here to be able to see some of it and experience what they missed so that we can bring them together uh, next year. We're going to be announcing the dates, the location, <laughs> all of that Crazy. really soon. Uh, so look out for that. We're, we're not far off from being able to announce that stuff and uh, we'll get tickets and yeah. sponsorship opportunities out actually really quickly this time. Uh, we're, we're excited that our team is so dialed in that we can offer that to, to the industry. And I think it deserves one last thank you to our co-presenting sponsors, cars yes. and stream companies for um, really being a very special and critical piece 
of making what just happened happen. So if you're watching and listening, um, you have a relationship with them, or if you don't, please just send them a little note and thank them yeah. uh, for investing in in the community and in the industry. Uh, speaking, of, we can't call this investing, but speaking of, I don't even know what the speaking of energy in the industry. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Oh boy. Okay, so. We, we don't have a ton of news to cover today. Obviously, we've been rolling hard, but we do have to do our UAW update. UAW update. <laughs> Sad trombone is definitely is. one. Got we it. had Joe Biden uh, yesterday, yesterday or two days ago showing the up on the pig horn. line and the UAW hat. So uh, not to be outdone, Trump shows up in Michigan at a small parts supplier and he, you know, doesn't tend to mince words. And, you know, he came up basically, uh, he told supporters at a rally at a small auto parts maker in Detroit. And we quote uh, that EVs would, quote, spell the death of the U.S. auto industry, unquote, because they cost too much and consumers don't want them. And then Whoa. went on to say Ford and General Motors are, quote, either stupid or they're gutless for going along with government standards um, that are encouraging the industry to uh, build more EVs. It's a, it's a bold statement and it's clear that the next year is going to be riddled with political implications that uh, are constantly changing the way that the industry is perceived, the way that EVs are perceived, and it's going to be from both sides. And my, my, my thought, my only thought here is, and it's the it's the thing that we, we talked about on the very first stage here at AsotaCon is yes, all this is happening politically. It's going to be charged in the next year. There's going to be questions on how to deal with some of the tax incentives coming down the pipe. Inventory will consistently be a problem. But still, in our dealerships, there is training, consistency, and, and conversations and a community involvement that will extend far past any political change, any incentive change. All of that can be thwarted by taking care of your employees and taking care of your customers. And I will not forget Liza talking exactly about that specific fact. And so, yes, do you need to pay attention? Yes. Is it going to be ridiculous? Yes. Is it, is it, are Does we it still going to life? Are you wasting time by paying attention to things that maybe just are a little salacious in the moment? but yeah. actually don't accomplish the mission of moving the industry forward or moving Absolutely. your own life forward or the lives of your people forward. I think if we can like focus on that point, are we wasting our energy and emotional energy on things that actually don't impact it? I think that'll serve us all well over the next 12 months. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, I can't think of a better way to, to wrap it up. And uh, we cannot wait to see you at a SodaCon next year. But for now, we've got cars to sell, people to serve, and cars to service and you can go into your communities and love people more than you love cars.